You're listening to episode 40 of the Walking Closer podcast. Welcome to the Walking Closer podcast. I'm Adam Como, your host. Our minds are always on, always going. And learning how to quiet the mind can prove to be beneficial, especially in high-stress situations. In this episode, I hope to offer you some solutions to calming your restless mind. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. We have been going through really a series of episodes centered around the ideas of responding and reacting in situations. We have discussed the difference between the two. We have discussed the roles our emotions play in both, the importance in being attuned to our emotions and what's going on with us. We have discussed what's going on with us physically with a special emphasis on high-stress situations wherein our fight-or-flight reactions are triggered. And now I want to talk to you a little bit about how to engage a process by which we can learn to live more in the responsive mode where we are intentional about how we're responding to situations. So uh, in order to be intentional, it, it takes a certain level of calmness, of focus, of sobriety of the mind. As I've talked about before, this is the sober in spirit, a sober mindedness that the scripture talks about. 1 Peter 1, 13, 2 Timothy 4, 5, 1 Corinthians 15, 34, etc. We've talked about this in the past. Now, we're talking about the ability to exercise a certain level of mental and emotional self-control, the, the truly keeping it together, as it were. And th- this is what allows us to be fully present in the moment and to respond to situations appropriately, as opposed to just being swept up and tossed around where we're, we're simply reacting to what's going on. And the problem is our minds are very busy. They're always on. Uh, thoughts are constantly flowing. Uh, there's a steady stream of self-talk, of analyzing, of explanations, of solutions, of doubt, of fears, of worries, etc. The mind seems to never turn off, right? We, we And we need to learn how to at least quiet the mind and trigger what has been coined as our relaxation response, which can actually be measured in the body. Now, I'm not going to go into full breakdown of what goes on in our bodies and how it's measured and what this whole relaxation response is. Instead, I want to talk about how we can calm this restless mind of, of ours. And to do this, I want to talk about prayer. I believe prayer is fundamental when it comes to increasing our ability to be attuned to what's going on with us. Uh, I believe prayer is fundamental when it comes to increasing our ability to obtain and maintain a certain level of calmness, of sobriety of the mind, or emotional self-control. Now, if you think of prayer as simply a list of I wants that we give to God in hopes of persuading Him to do what we want, you need to expand your idea of what prayer is. So is prayer about making requests to God? Well, sure. Philippians 4, 7 says as much, right? Uh, But what Paul says here must be understood in light of what Jesus said in Matthew 6, 8, when he says, 
Your father knows what you need before you ask him. Now, without being derailed and going into too much detail here, this, is, this at least tells us there is more to prayer than asking, and in our asking, we are not informing God of something he doesn't know. I, I look at this the same way I look at what my child does when they ask me for things. Now, my children know I look out for their best interests. I am going to take care of them and provide for them. Uh, this doesn't keep them, though, from coming and asking me, right? And, and they do this for various reasons, among which is I am their father, and it demonstrate, demonstrates their reliance and trust in me. And if I didn't provide for them, they would not come to me, right? It's because I am their father, they come to me. So prayer, prayer is, is about so much more, though, than a request list, right? Uh, prayer is about intimacy and pursuing intimacy with God. And when we make our request, it does demonstrate our trust in him, or at least it can. It can. So, yes, it's, it, prayer is where we can lay our worries and our anxieties at his feet, Philippians 4, 6, as Paul says. It is how we can express our thankfulness as we focus on our relationship with him, verse 6 again of Philippians 4. And, and as Paul also says, then the peace of God which surpasses our understanding will guide your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, in verse 7. And I believe this is what makes it possible to actually rejoice in the Lord always, as he said in verse 4. Okay? But even this kind of supplication prayer is best done in what, what, what I would say quietness and stillness, where we rest in the Lord in quietness and trust. You see, bringing our anxieties and our worries to God, making these requests based on those things, it's much more than just having this list to tell God what we need and informing Him. Obviously, that's not what's happening here. Okay? It's a way by which we learn to lay these things down at his feet. And where we can walk away not carrying these burdens anymore. In fact, that's how this peace, this peace will, will, will live within us. Right? So even this kind of supplication prayer is best done in what I would call quietness and stillness, where we rest in the Lord in quietness and trust, as Isaiah 30, 15 says. Now listen, I'm not saying we don't ask things of God as we are on the go right, throughout our days. However, the goal is to bring your requests before God and lay them at his feet and walk away not taking them with us, right? Letting them, them go, like trusting in him. And, and unless you're accustomed to, to not being able to, uh, unless you're accustomed to being able to calm the mind and have the ability to let go of those anxieties, this is something that must be cultivated. This, and this applies to calming the mind in general. And prayer is a way of doing this. Prayer, prayer that is intentionally set aside. To, to enter into a quiet space where we can move beyond fears and concerns and tasks and solutions and simply just rest in Him. Right Now, how do we do that? How do we rest in Him? Well, in that moment, take a cue from Paul and keep your thoughts focused on things that are above, that are beautiful and wholesome and joyful and true. Just simply Focusing on your breathing and, and breathe the, the Jewish name for God. The, the very breath you breathe, you breathe God. And just focusing on that in, in the moment. And consequently, there are some real biochemical and physiological changes that happen when we pray this way. And calming the mind can be a very, very difficult thing to do. And removing all thoughts 
is not necessarily the name of the game when we pray like this, though. And I think that that might be some of the confusion, some of the difficulty. Sure, I, I do believe that there are times where we come into this contemplative prayer where we allow our thoughts and all the concerns and worries just to surface and we, we focus on trying to just let those go and go deeper. Right, But there is this true sense in which we take these things and we lay them down. Sure, yes. Uh, but it's not always just simply about removing all of our thoughts. Right, that, that's, that's almost nearly impossible. It may be better for you to think of this as an exercise in directing the thoughts towards God. Right? And, and don't make it complicated. Okay? Prayer, sure, you go in your closet, as it were. Prayer is not just physically going inside of a closet, right? Uh, it's going inside the closet of your heart. And you could do this by just, just simply going for a walk in a quiet and restful place, maybe down a path in the woods, on a beach, in a park, you know, and, and not rushing. You don't have anywhere to go physically, right? You're just mentally and emotionally wanting to enter into the closet of your heart and pursue that intimacy with God. Just focus on the sounds and the textures around you, right? Stop and focus on the leaves and the trees or the sounds of birds or maybe water crashing on the shore or water you hear running in a creek. All things connected in this divine creation. And Meditate on those things. Think on those things, right? Helping you come into that place, connecting with God, uh, the very creator of all this life that you're experiencing. And, and even less complicated than this is simply just taking a hot bath, right? Help you relax the body and the mind to enter into a deeper place of prayer where if you have concerns and worries and fears, requests, you, you take them to God, but you also learn how to leave them there. And you walk away free from the burden of carrying them around. That's when the peace of Christ begins to rule our hearts and minds. Now, regardless, these are all things that can help calm the mind and bring us into the present moment, right? And it's the the practice of doing things like this that can help train the mind to be what Scripture says, sober, right? But don't wait until you're in the heat of the moment or just after a total meltdown or just when you need something or have nowhere else to turn. Sure, those are times where you definitely want to do this, do things like this. But prayer is something we engage in constantly. And this sort of prayer is something that needs to be practiced uh, when things are not so bad. We need to see this as a discipline. See, listen, whenever I teach my daughters how to drive, I'm not going to stick them on the freeway where things are constantly hectic, right? We, we will start in a calm parking lot, preferably a gigantic parking lot with no light poles, or maybe even better, a wide open field in the country somewhere, right? Uh, then slowly, through a process, she will be able to manage the stress of driving and eventually even on a high freeway, keeping her mind calm and responsive where it becomes a very natural thing that she does. And she doesn't have to think about how to do it. It happens. And that's really what we're talking about here, right? The same thing applies. If we want to cultivate minds that are responsive, we have to engage disciplines that train the mind to do so. And prayer is one of those ways where 
when we find ourselves in stressful situations where we might normally react, we'll be able to remain calm and intentionally respond appropriately as a result of, well, the times we spend in prayer, right? Calming our mind, being intentional about acknowledging being in the presence of God, seeking that intimacy, and going through real internal changes that take place both physically and spiritually. Now, this is, this is probably the second to last episode in this series. Uh, there's more than likely going to be just one more, maybe two, but probably just one uh, more in this series where we kind of wrap all of this up. And, and I want, what I want to do is close this out by talking about what's commonly referred to as Emotionless Decision Framework, or EDM. And we'll probably talk a little bit about zero-based thinking. And I just simply want to present my thoughts on these things. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please consider subscribing to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. And if you like what you heard, share it with others who might benefit. Have any questions, drop me an email, adam at walkingcloser.com. Join me next time as we explore becoming like Jesus from the inside out.